Good afternoon. It's good to see all of you. Um, thanks for having me to the pulpit. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Andrea Killian Veganovich. I'm a fourth year PhD candidate in biochemistry, uh, and I've been coming to Prez House uh, since before COVID times in fall of 2019, um, before Nee was here, if you can believe that too. This spring, we're focusing on spiritual disciplines, which is a fancy word for the regular habits we make to connect with God. And today, I'd like to talk to you about a pretty common spiritual discipline, prayer. Now, I think modern Americans, young people especially, have kind of a complicated relationship with prayer. Some of us might even have a negative reaction, especially when we've gotten so used to hearing thoughts and prayers after yet another mass shooting, or may have been told, I'll pray for you by someone when what we really needed was tangible help or we knew what they were praying for wasn't really what we needed. But prayer is also ancient and powerful and healthy. And so I want to talk about why prayer might mean so much more than our preconceived notions. And it's my personal experience that the biggest hurdle to prayer for many people is that no one ever actually taught us how to pray. So I'm going to share with you some practical tips for how to find a prayer routine that actually works and is meaningful for you. But I think first, I probably need to convince some of you why we should even still bother with prayer. Heck, what even is prayer? So I want to pause here for just a minute and for you to think, when I say prayer, what images come to mind? Think for just a minute and then stick some hands in the air. Hannah. The prayer hand emoji, that's very true. Saying grace before dinner. Yeah. I bet a lot of us grew up just sort of saying the words and not really thinking about what we were doing there. Maybe one more? Sam? Prayers before bedtime with your parents when you were little. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, those are all super valid images of prayer. But for our definition... I want to go back to what Jesus thought of prayer in today's scripture reading, because it doesn't necessarily look like all of that. Prayer is simply how we shift our focus from ourselves to God. And I'd like to suggest that Jesus' idea of prayer is to keep it simple and focus on that goal alone. Evelyn Underhill, a mystic and a writer in the early 1900s, and yes, there are mystics from the 1900s, tells us that prayer is simply that part of our consciousness that is oriented towards God. I love this definition because it allows space for prayer to take many forms, but the core idea of shifting our consciousness is simple and straightforward. Similarly, Thomas Merton, an American monk, also from the 1900s, was more concerned with prayer being about an outlook and an attitude rather than any particular system or habit. For that reason, today I'm going to talk about both prayer and meditation together, because for many Christians, uh, and for myself personally, prayer and meditation are basically the same thing. So if you want to pick whichever word resonates with you and kind of swap it out as I'm talking, that's fine. 
So why pray? Above all, prayer is about forming a relationship with the divine and connecting with God's will. We may start praying thinking we're going to change our situation or change God's mind, somehow convince God to do what we want, and then ultimately discover that instead the prayer is changing us. If you've ever wondered how some people seem to know God's calling for them or feel comfortable without answers to some really hard questions, it may be because their prayer life, their connection with the divine, is rich. They feel comfortable knowing God's presence is with them and feel guided by the Holy Spirit because they're tapped in more often to that part of their consciousness that is oriented towards God. If you aren't entirely convinced by the spiritual reasons to pray, though, there are physical benefits to slowing down and spending time reorienting your consciousness. Studies of people who meditate regularly have shown meditation improves sleep, reduces stress and anxiety, and can even lower heart rate and blood pressure. And I think on a college campus, we can all use a little bit more of that. So prayer is a great thing and an important part of a spiritual Christian life. But it's so easy to get overwhelmed, not know where to start, and give up. So how do we start praying in a way that will stick? And I've already hinted that Jesus has the answer for us in our scripture today. Keep it simple. The first way to keep it simple is to say what you mean and be honest with God. Jesus tells us when we pray not to heap up empty phrases or try to be heard with our many words. To pray, you don't need to know a special Christian vocabulary. You don't need to have prayers memorized if you don't want to or know some magical ancient ritual. When we pray simply and honestly, we're able to build a relationship with the divine that feels personal, not general. How deep will a relationship with a friend be if you're never vulnerable, if you only ever engage in small talk, or you just try to make yourself sound smart? That's not much of a relationship, and I'd argue praying surface-level prayers and not being specific will have the same effect. I think Jesus also means here that praying by yourself and praying simply can keep the prayer focused on God, not what others might think of you. As Jesus says, go into your room and shut the door. Don't worry about what other people think of what prayer looks like to you. Focus on what best improves your relationship with a God who loves you and understands you. Prayer can look like many different things, too. I like to think of prayer as similar to exercise. Just like one person's exercise routine is swimming and another's is walking the dog every morning, different prayer routines look different, but they're all valid. Pray in ways that connect with things you already enjoy or attach it to a habit you already have. Pray while you brush your teeth. Leave five minutes early for class and spend those minutes sitting in a favorite park or on a bench, just resting and meditating with God. If you like writing or journaling, write a letter to God. Write your prayers down. Or if you really have no idea where to start, just try saying a repetitive prayer, like the Lord's Prayer that we'll say together later, or another piece of scripture. Thomas Merton, the monk I mentioned earlier, said something that I initially found really shocking, and that's, if saying your prayers is an obstacle to praying, cut it out. Let Jesus pray. Let him pray in you. I was initially scandalized by the notion that saying a prayer can get in the way of praying. 
But I think sometimes that's true. Remember that according to Merton and Jesus, based on this scripture, prayer is above all about an outlook, not a method. So if you need permission to try praying in a way that doesn't look like those traditional images of prayer, this is that permission to try something new, something that doesn't look like prayer maybe to other people or even to you. Start simple and small and think of prayer like forming an exercise routine. That is, start with short amounts of time. If you aren't used to sitting silently or meditating or talking to God for a long time, it's not going to be very easy or fun to try like 30 minutes of silent prayer right away. Our world is really fast and loud and distracting. It takes practice to meditate or pray. And don't expect you're going to be perfect the first time or the fifth time or the hundredth time. In fact, Merton advises that we will always be beginners when it comes to prayer. The sooner you can accept that, the easier it is to release your expectations about what prayer should be. And don't forget that, like an exercise routine, you might need a warm-up. In the same way that you can't just jump into a workout with cold muscles and expect to have a good time, it can be hard to just start praying, especially if you're coming from a busy context and expect to immediately be in a meditative, contemplative state. So try a warm-up prayer, like the Lord's Prayer or some scripture, or reflect on a piece of art or a piece of music to get you situated. And as you're starting out, you might just want to stop after your warm-up. That's totally fine. Permission to try something new. Start simple. And having those short prayers or those warm-ups ready to go or only spending a few minutes at first can make a really big difference. And I think that's part of why Jesus encouraged us to pray simply. It doesn't require a great deal of energy or thought to just take a few minutes, rest, and orient our consciousness towards God. And it helps us build the habit for the times that praying doesn't come as easily. That's because consistency is important, too. Well, I would love for each of you to have the Old Testament experience of God literally audibly speaking to you. Statistically, that isn't going to happen for most of us. I think we have this feeling that prayer is always dramatic and magical and should work perfectly, and God's going to hear us and speak down exactly what we should do. But we forget the part where we're human. So when it comes to prayer... People throw away all the things they know about forming and maintaining habits and expect to just magically be good at prayer because it's prayer. But there are no shortcuts. Prayer, like any other relationship, requires you to show up and put in the time. So by showing up, even just a few minutes, you get to know God a little better. Prayer is a lifelong journey. It's a relationship with the divine. So like many lifelong habits, it takes time and practice and consistency, but don't let that scare you. There's no prize for the best prayer routine. It's about what works for you and what helps you connect with God simply. So I encourage you this week to try some new things. Spend a few minutes simply being with God. Attach it to an existing habit. Say a simple prayer or reflect on a piece of art. And I want us to spend a few minutes getting started together. There are small sheets of paper on the tables in front of you. I'd like to invite the music team back up. 
And we're going to spend a few minutes during this next piece of music praying or meditating on the questions that are on the sheet of paper. And not only should you do this, but think a little bit about how this practice feels and use it to guide what I hope is the rest of your prayer journey. <laughs>